Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Sports 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 Podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us as always is the uh, Sports Outsider, Phil Random. You said that very quickly and you screwed up. A little bit. I was going to see how fast I could get through all of it. That was pretty impressive, but I don't think people caught it. Um, hey everybody, welcome to the Sports 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 <laughs> Podcast. Joel Anderson was the first one to speak and Jordan Palmaville was, I was the second, second one. Yes, yeah. And then I am the Sports Outsider. don't know much about sports. Name is Phil Ranta. Okay, we got through that very quickly. I, well, that, I did. And then also, that was that felt more informative than Joel's. Yeah, Joel's <laughs> felt more like entertainment. Yours felt more like infotainment. Well, that's the thing. Joel's was for the fans of the show. Mine was for the people who are listening for the first time. Welcome, first time listeners. Like, glad to have you. It's about time. Wow, I'm, I'm not taking that attitude. Hey, <laughs> no, I haven't the listened time. to the podcast I, yet. So. I think this is wonderful. You yeah. know, welcome. I wish Thank I hadn't you. said that because now I'm thinking about what if this is the first time anybody's ever listened to the podcast, and now I'm in my head. Now I'm worried. Now we have to put on a good show. Joel, just try to be funny this week. <laughs> but what if I am, and then people expect me to be funny every week? That's I can't sustain that. That's the most Midwestern that. thing you've ever said in your life. <laughs> that wins. That's not true. I say all sorts of Midwestern things. That was the most. Okay. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by bags put stuff inside of a bag today hey i am really glad we're getting these more generic sponsorships by like associations because they yeah. got a lot of money to spend uh yeah, yeah the bag council oh my uh, god yeah. now that they're charging 10 cents a bag in uh in california oh, yeah. they're making a lot of money that bag council well, they're looking to spend some dough just to spend the word out about yeah, bags that's true. Yeah. a lot of different and types of bags it's pretty interesting paper plastic party tea tote <laughs> Back you guys, the the bag, pack. The, the bag council lobby is extremely powerful. I mean, have you noticed every time you go to the grocery store, you have to walk out of there with bags? Well, it's because I have a lot of stuff to carry, though. Canvas, <laughs> yeah. Canvas is another uh, yeah. bag. Hey, Jordan, Book. that's true. You have you have a lot of stuff to carry. Do you carry it out in a box? Johnny Manziel's workout pro day was probably the biggest event in sports since Johnny Manziel treated his last off season like a bush by a frat house where a homeless person lives. <laughs> Something to piss all over. Oh. Yikes. But what made the day special? SportsCenter interrupted Coors Light's cold hard facts with Barry Melrose to air it live. Son so of a bitch, that's frustrating. <laughs> something which Barry Melrose probably apologized for. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't know I shouldn't have come in today. I'll just pay for my own parking and go. He had a huge entourage that came in with him. And if Johnny Football was Vinny... Then I think uh, I think it's safe to say other members of his entourage, George H. W. Bush, was E, yes. oh. and Barbara Bush was Sloan. Oh yeah, <laughs> Vinny got them back together, guys. Yeah, George H. W. Bush, because E's the smart one. Yeah, Herbert Walker was a wise guy. Oh, H.W. Sorry. Yeah, I was, was if thinking. it was W, I think it would have gone with Turtle because the drugs. Right, yeah. absolutely. On I board. don't know. I wanted one you. that had the love interest is what I was going Sorry, for. Sorry, I yeah. was being a, a doofus. Because he's got babs. All the people listening <laughs> for the first time are going to think I'm stupid. He, uh, okay, so, but, well, but most of all, what made this special was his attire. 
Instead Ooh. of the usual athletic shorts and T-shirts most players wear to the workout, Johnny Football wore a matte black helmet, shoulder pads, a black Nike jersey, and a totally sweet black, white, and gray camouflage pattern shorts. Nice. Jeez, is someone angling to get their picture on the satorialist? The what? Pop- was that like the onion? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Uh, Satorialist. It's like... Uh, satyr. 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 Did I, did I, am I pronouncing that wrong? No. Oh, no. Satirist? No. It's it's a website where uh, they photograph people on the street in New York who no are fashionably such. dressed. Oh, yeah. The, guy, the old oh. guy. I am social un- media, Phil. I'm yep. surprised you... Eh, Unfamiliar with I don't care much website. for fashion, in case you didn't notice. Well, we'll Hold on. Let me get my Save feather bow away the fashion, from the fashion, fashion, fashion podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Football was baffled that some people cared so much about his style choices. You play the game in shoulder pads on Sundays. Why not come out here and do it? Come out here and treat this like a business day. Treat this as a game day. Fuck yeah, dude's a fucking football player. Texas forever, yeehaw! Not like these mamby pammies who wear shorts and a t-shirt. Johnny Football showed us how to play fucking football. It's in his fucking name. Lasso that piggy boy! During his workout, who let that guy in? I don't. <laughs> During his workout, Nike tweeted, "The future starts today. Don't get left behind." Assuming a reference to Rapture. Okay. But then, <laughs> but then they had a link to the site where you could buy replicas of Johnny Manziel's shorts, socks, cleats, and jersey from wow. workout day. Nike officials later confirmed that the workout look had been coordinated in advance. Oh. I take it all back. What the fuck? High fashion Johnny Fifth Avenue. <laughs> I thought you were a man, man, pam, piece of shit. Yeehaw, pow, sad guns. <laughs> uh, his jersey uh, could be pre-ordered on Nike's site for $180. And for an extra 50 Manziel will sign the jersey with his favorite Van Wilder quote. Whoa. Oh. Spoiler alert, it's, I'm sorry, boys, the bakery's closed. Nice. I don't think I've seen that movie all the way through. There was jizz in the donuts. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Bags. Put your apples in a bag someday. Aspirational. It is. Yeah. <laughs> someday, I'll put my apples in a bag. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's saying you might not have bags now, but you can hope to at some point. Ziploc. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> All right, douche. Uh, what do we got in the show today? Uh, let's see. We uh, we have an interview. With, right, uh, William Hogan. William yeah. Hogan. This yes. is a famed Australian broadcaster. He uh, does like the news. Yeah, on the- everyone I spoke to in Australia described him uh, with the exact same three words, and it's a national treasure. Wow. Yeah. Like, a is a preposition. Like we could have gone movie with two national words. treasure. Right. Uh, no, well, just, they're just saying he's, he's beloved if only, in Australia. If only, then we'd have something. He's yeah. going to talk to us about his impressions of baseball. Obviously, you know, first Major League Baseball games played in Australia. That's uh, right. So yeah. pretty, pretty big deal. Big deal. We have a weird sportsman, Phil. You're goddamn right we do. Is it weird? Uh, this one is one of the weirdest. Ooh. All right, and we got news, news, news. We sure do. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Deshaun Jackson rolls with gangs. What? Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Cut by Philadelphia Eagles. Confirmed. <laughs> oh. Yeah. This was first reported last week after our podcast was recorded. Yeah. 
The Philadelphia Eagles, home to the worst fans in the world, as immortalized by the documentary Silver Linings Playbook, <laughs> were unable to find a trade partner for Deshaun Jackson. And like so many five-year-olds trying to turn yogurt into fruit snacks at the lunch table, they've given up. Good. Left to simply complain to a mother who does not understand simple playground economics. <laughs> Jackson is only 27. He had over 1,300 receiving yards last year and nine a touchdown. He also seemed to be a perfect fit in Chip Kelly's offense. Yeah. He's an offensive guru. Hard to understand how this could happen. Deshaun yeah. Jackson is an offensive player. Yeah, this is an offensive <laughs> thing to do to him. Really a good fit. Yeah. Uh, he had hoped to get a new contract uh, despite a base salary of more than $10 million. He's worth more than that. Yeah, okay. And, and, but, this, you know, the Eagles had re-signed Jeremy Macklin, Riley yeah. Cooper, which made Jackson more of a luxury than a necessity. Then NewJersey.com reported that the Eagles were concerned about Jackson's gang ties. I'm concerned with Eagles fans' gang ties. <laughs> yeah. I'm concerned with gangs in general. They jump out at you. <laughs> well, the, so, so first, this all started because they were noticing a poor work ethic and missing meetings. And if you miss meetings, that can only mean one thing. Gang, gang ties. ties. <laughs> the Eagles worried that Jackson's friends were a bad influence on him, said every mother of a bad child ever, <laughs> but became even more concerned with Jackson's continued association with the reputed Los Angeles street gang who have been connected to two homicides since 2010. I heard it was the Crips. They're not a reputed Los Angeles street gang. They are very much a very real Los Angeles street right. gang. Said every LAPD detective. <laughs> right. Yeah. Actually, just LAPD detective Eric. Crossing, yeah. Ah. Don't cross crossing. Ha ha. And, 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 he it, should be a crossing guard instead. Yeah, that'd be a better job for him. <laughs> it seems like ever since Urban Meyer train killer Aaron Hernandez killed a guy, yeah, mm -hmm. teams want to get ahead of the issue. <laughs> right? They want to get out in front of it. Yeah. Uh, before Jackson uh, was released, a source within the Eagles organization who requested anonymity put they're concerned about him having him around the younger players. What? Yikes. Yeah, yeah. So in 2010, Theron Shakur, a purported member of the Crips. Uh, Play Shakir, right? No, Shakur, like Tupac. Shakir, yeah, you're right. You're right, Shakir. Yeah. Was one of two men charged with a gang-related murder. Shakir is a friend of Jackson's and raps under the name T-Ron on Jackson's jackpot records. He was acquitted. But talk about mistakes. Getting into the dying music business, Deshaun? <laughs> Man, didn't you watch This Is 40? This yeah. is a bad financial decision. Unless you can reach out to the YouTube or SoundCloud audiences, then it's thriving. <laughs> you know, they don't need a plug from you, Phil. They're doing just Sports, fine. sports, sports podcast, now on SoundCloud. <laughs> Ooh, okay, they do. In yeah. 2012, another Los Angeles gang-related murder took place in a building owned by Jackson or his family members, and they found documents there like Jackson's gun permit and yeah, sure. shit like that. Uh, there's no hard evidence, however, that Jackson is a member of the Crips. But in another story of millennials not understanding the power of social media to impact their careers, mm -hmm. there are a ton of Instagram photos of Jackson with his gang friends flashing gang signs. Yeah. That could uh, mean anything. Maybe he's <laughs> taking an ASL class. Supporters of Jackson have pointed to the fact that his record is relatively clean, with only two charges, and they're ones all celebrities and athletes have received illegally tinted car windows mm -hmm. and possession of marijuana yeah right those are pretty run-of-the-mill like if you're a celebrity oh, yeah you're gonna get those yeah oh, i've yeah. gotten those <clears throat> oh, that's just those, your windows are too damn dark they're though. very dark watch an eclipse in that car yeah that's why i smoke <laughs> marijuana in it they all <laughs> <laughs> can't see me jackson released a statement saying he's not in a gang and basically uh really emphasized the fact that he's an active member in the philadelphian community 
Philadelphia community, has been involved in several charities. Hyping your, up your status as an me- active member of the community is an important gangster deflection mechanism <laughs> dating back to the Italian mafia. Yeah. Every mobster, every gangster ever, all they talk about is, I'm helping the community. Hey, uh, these turkeys, huh? Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, He has also been particularly active in a campaign, uh, he has a charity, in a campaign against youth bullying, wherein Jackson instructs youth to form a gang to counter bullies. <laughs> Daniel Murphy takes paternity leave for the birth of a child. New York radio personality is an asshole about it. Nobody is surprised. <laughs> so uh, Daniel Murphy, who plays for the New York Mets, New yeah. York Metropolitans, uh, his wife went into labor on opening day, so he went to Florida to be present for the birth. Aww. Right? Yeah. And he's now taking the full three days of paternity leave allowed for MLB players. Sure. Yeah. This is something negotiated for, you Only know? Only three days? Yeah. You, yeah. Wow. You can barely also, welcome uh, that baby. He plays for the Mets. Take a week. Yeah, buddy. right? <laughs> it's not going to matter. However, Mike Francesca, a popular, I'm going to put that in quotes, New York sports radio personality, took great umbrage with Murphy's decision and what I believe is my best use of umbrage in a while. It was really good. Mm. Francesca says, I don't know why you need three days off, I'm going to be honest. You see the birth and you get back. What do you do the first couple of days? Maybe you take care of the other kids. Well, you got to have someone to do it that if you're a major league baseball player, but I, I'm sorry, but you do. Your wife doesn't need your help the first couple of days. You know that. But he didn't stop there. One day, I understand. Go see the baby be born and come back. You're a Major League Baseball player. You can hire a nurse to take care of the baby if your wife needs help. What are you going to do? Are you going to sit there and look at your wife in the hospital bed for two days? What a colossal ass. This guy's on the radio. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't belong on the radio. He belongs on a podcast if that's how he's going <laughs> to yeah. act. With like, the rest of the scum of the earth. Yeah. Those right. We're a bunch of dirtbags. Yeah. I mean, and not reported in this story is, like Joel said, the Mets fucking suck <laughs> due to the ownership's uh, association with Wizard of Wall Street Bernie Madoff. Yeah. Ah. They will continue to suck and not win games until at least 2020. Yeah. Jeez. These, these things that's are true. A lot of. A lot of rough stuff over there in the East Coast. Really, really. I think Daniel Murphy is getting a bum rap. I think Deshaun Jackson is getting a bum rap. Well, here's the thing. It didn't even end in New York because uh, on uh, NFL, uh, or sorry, this is MLB radio host, Craig Carton and Boomer Esiason. Yes, that Boomer Esiason. Is on MLB radio? I believe they do a MLB baseball show. I could be wrong, but they said this about it. Yeah. You get your ass back to your team and you play baseball. There's nothing you can do. You're not breastfeeding the kid. Whoa. Well, that's an accurate statement. Yeah, yeah. he can't breastfeed. He's a dude. Your poor wife who just went through labor, you might want to help out with. You might want to hang. You might want to chill. Spend some time with Her your body child. has been through a trauma. Yeah. Yeah. They say having a child is basically the equivalent of a car accident. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that's true. I no, it's true. It if the car really is driving out of you. Yep, it's very mangled. Like, it's a car accident that just hits one very sensitive part of your body. <laughs> I worry that we just were worse than the radio personalities. What? Oh, we're on a podcast. It doesn't matter. We're, we're, on a we're, we're acknowledging that you should clearly take some time off to spend with your family if you have a kid. Yeah. And the Mets fucking suck. <laughs> I cannot so emphasize bad. that enough. Yeah, and sex will never be the same with your wife. If this, yeah, if, <laughs> if this happened, like, mid-September and you were in the midst of a pennant race... 
I'd still say take three days off because your family's more important than your career. But uh, but then you'd have a point. The Mets in fucking April? Christ. Yeah. In other news, Philadelphia Phillies shortstop Jimmy Rollins left his team Wednesday to be with his wife as she gives birth. In response, Philadelphia sports radio host said Jimmy Rollins should have made her get an abortion. Whoa! Well, it's Philly. Okay, joining us now on the Sports 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 Podcast is one William Hogan. Ah, good eye there, Jell. Hey, great to good have you on the show. Good eye, Jordan. Uh, good day, uh, William. Can we call you good William? Be, that- yeah, you can call me William. Now you the are- Golden Voice of Australia. <laughs> All right. We've heard you're yeah. a national treasure. We hear you're always a guy with a point of view. Kind of like the Ryan Seacrest of Australia. I would not call Ryan Seacrest a national uh, treasure. That's where you're wrong, Joel. I'm a bit <laughs> of an announcer. Okay. I like to do a lot of sports. <laughs> okay. Yeah? Because I'm a face talker. All right. Well, hey. Well, what's great is great. This is perfect because you you're a broadcaster. You've done a lot of sports. Baseball played their first two exhibition games. Well, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Regular season games. Regular season games. It was. uh, Oh, the diamond. (laughs) Yeah, we heard you were in the stains. It was uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Los Angeles Dodgers. Yes. Yeah. The old, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yep. That is correct. Those are the teams that you saw. We were hoping that we saw could get... Saw a couple tough competitors going aid to aid. Yeah, you did. You had you got to see uh, Mark Trumbo, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yep. Hi, Mark Trumbo. Got to, got to see a game pitched by, and it pains me to say this, but it's true, but the best pitcher in the world right now, Clayton right. Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> You got to see uh, Dodgers closer, Kenley Jansen. Kenley Jansen! And, uh, you know, uh, NL MVP, uh, Paul Goldschmidt. They were all very good at the game. Paul Goldschmidt. But I have to admit, I have to admit, I have to admit, I have to admit, didn't understand a lot of the game. Yes, we we did hear It's a little bit different than we play sports in Australia. Okay, all right, yeah, we thought this would be a great chance for us to maybe sort of uh, break down some of those cultural divides Oi. and talk about our favorite sport of baseball and how Aye. it appeared to you. Oi, first <laughs> of all, when they threw the ball at the plate, yep, it didn't come back to him automatically, <laughs> you know, like a boomerang does. <laughs> okay, okay. No, I know, no. they threw it to the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. The kitchen had to throw it back. <laughs> right. That is correct. Aye. Uh, it's a weird game. How do they how do they get bananas off of a tray <laughs> with a baseball? You throw the baseball, it would go away forever. You might understand that you are unfamiliar with how a ball works. No, we don't have <laughs> a lot of balls in Australia. Well, I'm gonna have to quote you a lot of boomerangs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do they really come back? Uh, the boomerang? Yes. They come back, Jordan. <laughs> Every time? Every time. That's the only thing about a boomerang. You're born with back. a boomerang, you die with the same <laughs> boomerang. Oi. Is, we're learning a lot of interesting things about Oi. Australia. Another very confusing thing about baseball. Okay. No koalas on the field. <laughs> no, it's Not true. even the mascots. None of them was a koala. Yeah, that's Oi. true. Incidentally, I mean... Very the- confusing for an Australian... <laughs> I mean, like we all sitting in the stands going, "Oi, where's the koalas?" 
there's, there's no bison on the field for baseball. Another crazy thing. Okay. No kangaroos on the field. <laughs> okay, right. Well, if there's gonna also be, no dingoes. There's going to be no koalas. I guess it would stand to reason there, there would be, be also no kangaroos. No or kangaroos. kangaroos no dingoes. Another crazy thing about <laughs> baseball. I no during the game. No one was drinking beer. Okay, that is actually pretty yeah, crazy. No one was. They were all. That's playing un- for hours straight. Oh, you mean the players? The players, no one was okay. drinking beer. I thought you meant the audience, and I was going to be like, that's on your concessions, people. We definitely drink beer while we watch baseball. Oi, watching? Yeah. It was the stands full of Australians. Yeah. Baseball players. It was like, oi, why are you not drinking beer? Well, you know, it's it's not it's probably not good to drink beer while you're yeah, playing any sport. Get dehydrated. Really. You need your you need your mental faculties. Another so. crazy thing about baseball. <laughs> Played it on a field, not in the outback. <laughs> well, no, that no. Oh, they had it in a confined area. <laughs> right. All, we play our sports out in the outback. All Australian sports are played in the outback. Except for surfing. <laughs> And I, no one was surfing during the game either. So if you live in... It's in the... Uh, am Joel, I boring Joel, Joel, you? Jesus. Sorry. Come on. Am I boring you? No. Let me tell you, Let me say this. Oi, Jordan. You were very confused by the game. Clearly. Very confused. But I find myself confused when it's 3 a.m. and I'm flipping through ESPN and I, and I see like ESPN 2 or ESPN U and I see Aussie Rules Football. Aussie Rules Football? Yeah. What's there not to understand? Well, I'm just thinking. Person gets the ball. You hit him. Lots of beer drinking. Koalas sometimes wander <laughs> on the field. You throw the ball. It comes back. There's dingoes and there's kangaroos. <laughs> Sometimes people surf in the middle of the game. Where is it played normally? In the outback. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, I did not catch all of that when I'm flipping through channels at 3 a.m. Oi, you should watch a little closer. Okay. I'll be honest, I don't stay on it for more than two minutes, so I can't argue with everything you're saying. But Okay, okay, so so you're more of an Aussie Rules football fan, not as into baseball from the, the sport you saw. No, I, I enjoyed it. Really? Because it was the first time in my life... Never been confused. You've never been confused. I was before. a physicist before I became an announcer. Wow, that yeah. was not in your bio. That's how we designed the boomerang to always come back. <laughs> Mandatory uh, physicist. School Mandatory game. physicist. The boomerang existed for centuries before you were born, William. But we perfected it. <laughs> okay. All right, William. Any, any, and I think, I think, I think we've, uh, I think we've gotten about as much yeah. out of you as we can in regards we to the baseball game. We understand your perspective on baseball. Jeez, Joel, kind of keep up here, buddy. Yeah, I'm fine. Hey, sorry that I'm not as exciting, exciting as a baseball <laughs> game to you. Oi, da hoy hoy, da hoy, hoy. Thank you. Well, thank he's coming. You, he's coming back. Da hoy hoy, like a boomerang. You know? Every time I leave, <laughs> I come back. That's gonna be trouble eventually all right buddy thank you very much thank you for you the listeners of sports 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 podcast audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service 
I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sportsman! Weird Sportsman. Lay it on us! This week's Weird Sportsman, Mike Tyson. Ooh, very weird sportsman. How you you so you know this gentleman? Yes, uh, not personally. All right, strikes me as one of the most terrifying people who's ever lived. You watch footage of him at his prime, and you think the it's a it's a boxing match. There's all sorts of rules. There's only so many things, and it looks like he's about to kill someone. He's hitting them so hard. Yes, it's stupefying. Yes. Speaking of stupefying, Michael Gerard Mike Tyson. <laughs> Born June 30th, 1966, is an American retired professional boxer. Tyson is a former undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. I believe the last undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, because everyone else, people dispute the hell out of him. And holds the record as the youngest boxer to win the WBC, WBA, and IBF heavyweight titles at 20 years, 4 months, and 22 days old. Hmm. He was so young... And so punchy. <laughs> Tyson won his first 19 professional bouts by knockout. 12 yep. of them in the first round. Yep. Guy's a beast. He was. He won the WBC title in 1986 after defeating Trevor Burbick by a TKO in the second round. In 1987, Tyson added the WBA and IBF titles after defeating James Smith and Tony Tucker. The two most unboxingest names ever. <laughs> Mormon, 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 Mormon. <laughs> he was the first heavyweight boxer to simultaneously hold the WBA, WBC, and IBF titles and was the only heavyweight to successfully unify them. See, he brings uh, things together. That Unity. was something, you know, Carter and Arafat tried to do. <laughs> couldn't. Yeah. yeah. It's true. He won a bunch of stuff. Early life, amateur career, rise to stardom, undisputed championship, controversy and upset. Yeah. Rough childhood. Yeah. Oh, do you want to hear about his rough childhood? I thought it was too sad, so I skipped it. No, no, yeah. no, Perfect. I don't think we did. So, well, there's some other sad stuff coming up in the controversy portion, so. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, undispu- er, uh, controversy and upset. Uh, uh, Tyson's uh, problems outside boxing in, ni- in 1988, were starting to emerge. His marriage to Robin Givens was heading for divorce, and his future contract was being fought over by Don King and Bill Clayton. In late Bill Clinton ni- was doing Clayton. Bill Clayton. Uh, yep. In 1988, Tyson <sighs> parted with his manager, Bill Clayton, and fired his longtime trainer, Kevin Rooney, and uh, the man many credit for honing Tyson's craft after the death of D'Amato. That was earlier. Uh, following Rooney's departure, critics alleged that Tyson began to stop working the body, relying less on the jab to get inside, clinching more using a peekaboo style, which is very cute. <laughs> it's the peekaboo style. I don't think it was that goes, cute when he did peek-a-boo, it. Peekaboo, dead in the face. <laughs> uh, style sporadically and throwing few combinations. Tyson insisted he hadn't altered the style that made him a world champion. And in 1989, Tyson only had two fights amid personal turmoil. He faced British boxer Frank Bruno, more of a boxer name, in February. 
Bruno managed to stun Tyson at the end of the first round, although Tyson went on to knock out Bruno in the fifth round. Tyson then knocked out Carl, the truth, Williams in one round in July. The truth was he wasn't as good a boxer. That's really true. By 1990, Tyson seemed to have lost direction in his personal life, was in disarray amid reports of a less vigorous training prior to Douglas's rematch. In uh, the fight on February 11th, 1990, he lost the undisputed championship to Buster Douglas in Tokyo. An embarrassing place to lose it. Am I right? More or less, I I can't... No, it's actually a really cool place. (laughs) Tyson was a huge betting favorite, but Douglas, priced at 42 to 1, was at an emotional peak after losing his mother to a stroke 23 days prior to the fight. Douglas fought. They always say the you, you emotionally peak about 20, 25 days 20, after yeah, 20, 20 yeah. to 25. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Tyson was a huge betting favorite, but Douglas. Oh, wait. I just read that <laughs> sentence. Contrary to the reports that Tyson was out of shape, sources noted he per- he uh, his pronounced muscles, absence of body fat, weighed 220, 21. There's a lot of details in this. But uh, the, the controversy really and upset stuff. was the box- Buster Douglas because he was getting all out of oh, shape. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the more interesting stuff. <laughs> Rape, conviction, prison, and conversion. Yeah. Here comes the controversy. Tyson was arrested July 1991 for the rape of the 18-year-old Desiree Washington, Miss Black, Rhode Island. It's her title, Miss Black, Rhode Island. I wasn't being racist. Wow, they were still doing segregated uh, beauty pageants in Rhode Island in yep. the 90s. Yep, it's true. Good to know. <laughs> uh, in an Indianapolis hotel room. Tyson's rape trial took place in the Indianapolis courthouse on January 26, 1992 to February 10th, 1992. Short trial. Short trial. (laughs) Very short. Got through it quickly. Uh, uh, Desiree Washington testified that she received a phone call from Tyson at 1.36 a.m. That's a booty call. That's a booty call. Uh, And he invited her to a party because a lot of the uh, parties happen 1.36 a.m. Having joined Tyson in his limousine, Washington testified that Tyson made sexual advances toward her. And then uh, upon arriving at his hotel room, where the party was, uh, Tyson pinned her down and blah, blah, blah. Not going through this. Very yeah. depressing. Pretty but terrible. The important Wish thing that were to know. a weirder thing for a sportsman to have done. But the important thing to know what the what the uh, end of this was is Tyson for doing a nasty thing. Got his comeuppance on March 26, 1992. Tyson was sentenced to six years in prison, followed by four years of probation. <laughs> Can you believe that? No four raping. Four years of probation. That four yeah. years. He was That's assigned an to. That's astonishingly short prison sentence, by the way. Like, yeah. You only get six years and four probation oh. for, for a raping someone? This is the important thing, though. He only served three of them years. That's fucking ridiculous. But during his incarceration, luckily, Tyson converted to Islam. Okay, that Didn't that is that. good for him. Didn't know that. Yep, it's absolutely true. Doesn't make up for him raping somebody. But this was his rock bottom moment, right? He he really fucked up this one. Yeah. But after that comes the comeback, which we will cover Don't next week. Don't call it a comeback, Phil. D- what? Don't call it a comeback. Uh, Wikipedia called <laughs> this a comeback. Yeah, but don't call it a comeback. But we'll hear more about it next time on another... Sports 
Citizens in Podcast Town. This brings the close of the sports, sports, sports podcast. But before we go, Australian national treasure William Hogan would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three <laughs> podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast in your little top bar thingy. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedypodnet. That's youtube.com slash comedypodnet. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Go to stitcher.com today and search for the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast. You can find us on iTunes by searching Sports, the number three space podcast. That's Sports, the number three, all one word, space podcast. You can find all of our back episodes at comedypodcastnetwork.com. Or you can now find us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com. Search Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast. Thank you very much, William. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. I'm going to leave now. He left and then he... He came back. Hey, I'm back. And there he is again. Uh, Maybe if we turn the lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.